Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the skeptical inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Hello and welcome to the October issue of Jurassic Minutes, where we discuss recent movie, toy and franchise news for the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, we'll be looking at some uh, Jurassic World 3 casting news, uh, the fact that Jurassic World 3 is about to start production, um, and we have a little bit of an insight into some of the makings of uh, Mattel's figures as well, but all that and a lot more coming up on today's show. And we can charge anything we want, 2000 a day, 10000 a day, and people will pay it. And then there's the merchandise. I can personally Donald, Donald. This park was not built to cater only for the super-rich. Everyone in the world has the right to enjoy these animals. Sure, they will. What, we'll have a, a coupon day or something? <laughs> David, new stuff, new toys, mm-hmm. new stuff inbound. Yeah. Uh, I think last time we talked, you just picked up the, uh, it was like a storybook for Jurassic Park 3. Um, what else, what else have you been up to? What have you been getting? Um, I got the, it was Wendy's Presents, the Jurassic Park Institute official guidebook, and it's really interesting and it, this thing comes from japan so like most of it is in japanese and i can't even read it <laughs> but it's got a lot of a lot of neat rare photos in it that are exclusive to the uh to this book alone and i know egyptica 3 on uh instagram has shared some and i've shared some through the Jurassicpedia account <clears throat> but yeah it's got like for example a picture of um the lost raptor from the lost world in the long grass and is just poking its head out of the long grass and looking kind of off camera with blood dripping down its snout and usually a lot of these photos in the lost world these kind of like behind the scene photos were published with like a red filter on them and this one this one doesn't have that filter so you can see the colors real crisp and clear it's really good and you can see how much detail they put into those animatronics as well oh yeah definitely i think it's might be from the Aj death scene. I'm not entirely sure, but I keep hearing that rumor pop up about these animatronic photos, which because mm. we never really see a lot of the animatronics in the long grass scenes. It's almost all the CGI except for that one shot of the animatronics poking their head up from the grass. Mm. You know? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Um... And the other thing I got, speaking of Velociraptors, was. Um, Mattel put out the Amber Collection, which we've talked about on here before, and I got the Velociraptor, the uh, female Velociraptor from the first movie. It's really cool. I wish that the head closed all the way, but that's about oh. my only gripe about it. It's <laughs> the yeah, the mouth doesn't close all the way, so I can't. I kind of is in a permanent snarl kind of look. <laughs> 
But yeah, oh, and the tail has a kink in it that's kind of reminiscent of the Cyclops Raptor. So that part I kind of think is kind of cool. I don't mind that so much. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to uh, start looking online for some of that stuff because there's no way they're going to bring that over here. Um... The tons of tons of articulation, even the sickle claws move. Oh wow! I know and. (laughs) So yeah, tons of articulation. They really, they really did a great job on this one. Mm. Yeah, well, I need to hunt for some more. The uh, the brachiosaurus just started appearing on shelves over here. I went to my local mm-hmm. shop uh, yesterday, and they it wasn't in any of the stores surrounding me, so I couldn't even go for a drive a little further to get it. Um, I know, I've, I've had the same issue, man. They said maybe Tuesday I'll be here on the next truck, so yeah, oh, I need it. <laughs> Same. Yeah, it's, it came out, and my local Target had one, oh. and I guess they just never got it back into stock because I wasn't able to. I haven't been able to get over to Target. Um, I started a new job recently, just haven't really had the time to get over there and search. Well, yeah, even even yesterday in the local store, in the Jurassic World aisle, sort of looking where the hell they're going to put it. They've got twelve of the uh, the rivals in, in the Indoraptor <laughs> on the top shelf mm-hmm. where you'd put all the big stuff and it's all up there. I'm like, you're going to have to move a lot of this stuff to fit a couple of these. Um, even the uh, the big blues here as well, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have to make some space. <laughs> Definitely. Um, something new on my side. Um, recently, we had the announcement from Chronicle Collectibles that their Alan Grant and... Uh, JP1 Raptor were going up for pre-order, and after a lot of umming and ahhing, I decided to pre-order, <laughs> get on get on that train. Um, I know we've talked a lot about uh, the, their sculpting um, and comparing them mm-hmm. to Iron Studios and that. Uh, as, as much as I'd love to get some of the Iron Studios stuff as well, um, and as much as I've complained about the Grant sculpt on its own, I just I don't think any of the others really hit the Grant sculpt on the uh on the mark either so these two look good together i hope there's more characters coming out and i might just look for iron studios for just the uh the dinosaur stuff the t-rex and the explorer mm-hmm. down the track a bit long a bit further before we get into this month's news i just want to have a bit of a brief discussion and call out to some of the uh, the fantastic photographers out there. Dave, you've been doing a bit when you got your uh, your custom T-Rex and that, but there's been a lot of stuff on face- the Facebook groups um, of fans with their Mattel figures and other, other um, like the Papo animals as well, just taking some amazing photography out in the, out in the real world. Shout out to Jurassic Compound. I know they've been doing a lot. There's been some others as well. Just Some of the photography is just mind-boggling. It is. I've I follow uh, Ted Brothers on Instagram and a couple other uh, custom toy photographers. Yep. Ted Brothers does repaints and toy photography. And the stuff they put out is just amazing. I mean, how they do some of those custom these custom shots is beyond me. I mean, they just have the imagination to do it. You know, I mean, it's even beyond what I can do. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the other thing too. Because I know that some others they um do the custom figures so you've got you've got Ray Arnold's and you've got Gennaro's and all these other figures that um, would only hope to get in a legacy line or something mm-hmm. being able to interact with environments um, even some small model making as well to uh, 
to interact with the with the toys, and even some just showing <laughs> showing off their photography and then showing behind the scenes of the toys sitting there on the ground. You just you cannot fathom how they make one photo into <laughs> the other, how how real one thing looks and how uh, how much like toys the other shot looks. But yeah, I just wanted to call out some of the uh, the fantastic artists out there. Mm-hmm. First up, we've got a bit of older news here. It's, we've got uh, two new stories that come through at the end of September leading on into October. Uh, after what I'd like to say is the success of Battle at Big Rock, uh, Colin has pretty much said that uh, if the fans want it, they'll uh, make more uh, live-action spin-offs. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that as well, and it's definitely something I'd like to look. I'd, I'm looking forward to because Battle of Big Rock was awesome. Because mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Colin was talking about how there's already the uh, the um, Camp Cretaceous coming up on Netflix, and um, pretty much said if the audience de- audience demands it, we will provide. So we mm-hmm. uh, we discussed what some of those stories might be that we'd like to see at the end of the uh, Big Rock review we done for September's issue of Jurassic Minutes, but it's good to see that um, this is a real possibility. Um, yeah, I'd definitely like to see more shorts. Yeah, we did discuss then too of how, how they'd judge the success of Big Rock mm-hmm. since it was um, sort of re- uh, revealed, released on uh, on FX with um, the screening of Jurassic World and then put online afterwards, so maybe Maybe if it gets a couple of million YouTube likes or something, they'll uh, they'll consider that successful. Mm-hmm. But uh, watch well, this. Well, like we reported, um, like we reported, I think that uh, it was number two in the um, YouTube trend, mm. and it trended on Twitter, and it also was rumored to be like a pilot for I think it was. A live action series, which turned out it wasn't, but it might end up being a pilot for like a bunch of like a short series, like I think um, live action equivalent to say the Disney Star Wars shorts that they run something that's between uh, three minutes and five minutes or something, you know? Mm. Yeah, I wonder. It all depend on um, on what the budget for Big Rock was as well, whether it was close to what they could achieve with a TV budget to do a smaller series. Mm. Even, as you were saying, just a series of five-minute uh, segments that make up a larger a larger story over, say, 13, 14 episodes. Um, could be something they could do as well. But mm-hmm. That could easily work. I remember um, Star Wars did that in 2002 and 2003 between... Um, between Attack the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, where they did this five-minute episodic series, where it's basically, it comes out to be about two hours long, but Mm. it's a short series where each episode is about five minutes long. I remember that, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember I would race home from school uh, when it was running (laughs) so that I could watch it, because it aired like a half hour after I got out of school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even something animated like that, as long as it was um, not necessarily more adult, but just sort of wasn't uh, wasn't like what we're getting currently with the uh, the Lego series. Um, just a little bit little bit better storytelling, something that's in canon, and if it's if it's bridging that gap between Fallen Kingdom and Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World Three, I'd, I'd be quite happy to see that as well. 
Well, I think that's what Camp Cretaceous is supposed to end up being. It's supposed to be like not so much bridge the gap, but it's supposed to be more um, finally like an animated series that actually runs as a series and doesn't isn't just like shorts, short episodes or anything like that. Like the um, like the Lego series has been thus far. Mm. Yep. Anyway, watch this space. Hopefully, there's a lot more news coming out about this in the coming months. Hopefully we'll get news soon that uh, something else is going to be coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. It's been rumoured for the longest time. Bryce and Laura Dern have been skirting around it in interviews for the longest time as well, but uh, during a screening of Jurassic World with Collider, Laura Dern pretty much come out and uh, announced that she will be returning in a major role for Jurassic World 3. And also come out with the surprise that Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum are also coming back in um, mm-hmm. large roles. So yeah, we got the big three back. That's <laughs> exciting. Mm. I love all the uh, all the artic- all the articles, all the uh, reports and write-ups about. They're all calling Sattler, which we know from JP Three. She's uh, no longer Sattler. I'm kind of hoping they don't retcon that just for a sake of a useless retcon, because I mean that happened. I don't want her getting divorced or having some kind of stupid nostalgia fan bait moment where they make bring her uh, make her where she goes back with grants or something you know yeah it... just have her in the movie don't don't sideline her and don't retcon her you know yeah it's don't don't bow to the fans well, a lot of fans dislike of Jurassic Park 3 it's it's almost gonna be like the Spinosaur in in Main Street and getting the Rex run through it just oh yeah we know this is what should have happened back in uh, Jurassic Park 3 and she had two kids and was happily married, so mm-hmm. we know that the candle's not there anymore. That even now, after like by the time the film comes out, it's going to be twenty years since the release of Jurassic Park Three. So, yeah. Well, even then, the um, oh, in the novel, she's not married. She's not even remotely involved with uh, Grant. She's just his grad student. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they're they're returning in major roles. I. I don't know what uh, what to think about it all. Uh, during the um, the Amblin press release, where they pretty much confirmed it all, they also sort of had the comment, when the world's gone prehistoric, you call in the experts, which I suppose the only thing here is they've all had multiple appearances in the franchise, where there's other actors that I'd love to see come back that have only had the one movie. Mm-hmm. I know they're trying to sort of tie it all up in a nice bow of... Even Colin said he wants to go back to that Jurassic feel, smaller story, more sort of psycho, uh, not psycho, techno-thriller sort of film mm-hmm. as well. I hope that um, Amblin's just sort of talking <laughs> talking crap there because that sort of sounds like they're going towards that Planet of the Apes Jurassic sort of feel where the uh, the dinosaurs are pretty much taken over, or in mass, mass uh, population around the world anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's more of a marketing thing because Khan confirmed that it's not going to be like a uh, dinosaurs attacking cities kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, that's good. I think it's going to be. I think that was more like, all right, we got the big three, you know. Mm. Yep, and it's good. It's good that, that um, it's going to be major roles and not just cameos because as good as mm-hmm. to see um, Jeff Goldblum having a bit of a resurgence with um, Four Ragnarok and. Uh, and coming into Jurassic or Fallen Kingdom, he didn't really need to be there. That that whole that whole uh, appearance by him at the um, hearing. Yeah, it was it was kind of a I wouldn't say forced, but it was more like 
I mean, they could have easily done a lot more with him, and I feel like it was more of just a like a, a bone thrown to the fans. Mm. You know? I'd, I'd say missed opportunity. Just you've got Jeff Goldblum. Okay, he yeah. might be busy. He might not be busy. He has a line. Here we are again talking about dinosaurs. I can clear. I, I reckon that was ad libbed. I reckon he said that when um, when they're in the hearing. But yeah, it's just gonna be interesting how they uh, incorporate incorporate them all into the uh, the larger story. Well, I think that it was interesting that in you brought up Ragnarok, and I believe the director wanted to also get Laura Dern. He he's a Jurassic Park fan, and he wanted to try to get all three of them back together because Sam Neill actually plays a thespian actor in the movie. <laughs> so he was able to get Sam Neill and uh, Jeff Goldblum in Thor Ragnarok, and he, I think he wanted Laura Dern to possibly even play Hela, but I think it, um, she was filming The Lost, or I'm sorry, The Last Jedi at the time and was incapable. Mm. Bringing back like actors from the original movie has been a popular move with movies lately. They did it, they're doing it a couple times now with um, with the Force Awakens, but I, I mean I'm saying uh, with Star Wars and I mean the Force Awakens it was kind of necessary because you're passing the torch from one generation to another, and now I think they're just doing it just to kind of win fans back after hmm. fans didn't like the Last Jedi that much. And so now they're doing it again in um, Ghostbusters. They're doing it in um, a couple movies I saw. I know that Halloween, uh, the Halloween franchise has brought back the um, original director and composer for um, for like story story points and to do the composing again. And they also brought back uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and the and they're also bringing back or the original guy who played Michael Myers, Nick Castle. Hmm. He was the guy under the mask in the first, in the very first movie, and now he's coming back for more than a cameo this time. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a popular move by Hollywood to bring back the um, original actors with a um, with kind of guide from the original crew because they did that with Jurassic World they they brought in um, P- Phil Tippett and a couple other guys yeah well you got that experience there so it's good to use and... mm-hmm. but it's also playing a lot of nostalgia as well oh you know it mm. it's a great it's a great marketing thing you just say look who's back it's Alan Grant you know mm. and yeah again especially when um like even Colin's comments with Jurassic World or going into Fallen Kingdom, that um, while he acknowledges Lost World and Jurassic Park very happened, they're not not part of the storytelling he's going for in this trilogy. So what um, what that's going to lead into could be something completely different. Mm-hmm. I'd, when I first heard it, I'd only heard that um, the three characters were returning. <laughs> and I, I sort of had a picture in my head they were going to cast younger actors to take on the parts and maybe have a flashback or... Or something like that, and Sam Neill and um, them weren't uh, actually involved. But no, this uh, <laughs> this confirms that I was wrong about that. This also brings up the idea of who else could they possibly bring back that we don't know about. And we were talking o- over with some friends uh, earlier during the week, and we were thinking, well, Julianne Moore, she only did The Lost World for the paycheck, which I didn't actually know. And then Vanessa Lee Chester does mostly TV. 
Ariana Richards does um, mostly most of her art, but she could potentially be free if she if she was asked back. I mean, she hasn't done anything in a long time, but the potential is there. Then mm. mm. Joseph Mazzello, I'm not. Uh, I mean, he he just he's starting to get into bigger roles, so he could definitely come back. I he just played um, one of the guys in Queen in the latest. In um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, yep. And I'm not sure about Vince Vaughn. I'm not sure how much fans would like to see his character back. <laughs> yeah, well, it's making them fit too. So even even like the kids from Jurassic Park, we had the cameo in The Lost World, and mm-hmm. they weren't really. Yes, they witnessed and experienced the island, but as it um as it says here, when the when the world goes prehistoric, you call the experts. So I don't know how much the experts had be. Same with um. With Kelly, if Ian's going to be here, we know he's got three kids, or most possibly a lot more by now, or had to, had a few more after the events of Jurassic Park. So there's the whole Malcolm family there, maybe without Sarah as well, that could make an appearance in some some light as well. Well, Vanessa Lee Chester, I think I looked up her schedule on IMBD, and she's doing a tv series right now and it seems to be multi-episodes that she's in so i'm yeah. not sure how free her schedule it is is depending on how much she's um how big she how much she's doing in that show you know mm-hmm. yeah well yeah that's it who's available who's free who's uh they can borrow for a couple of days shooting or or more mm-hmm. cameos I still think that the most likely to come back beyond Malcolm, uh, Grant, and Ellie are probably Ariana Richards and Tim Mazzolo, Mm. and possibly um, Vanessa Lee Chester, you know? Yep. Well, yeah, that's... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, just, uh, yeah. You, you sort of you bring those young actors back that have now grown up and mm-hmm. can give a second go, especially when they've only done the one film too, as you're saying. Like, give them give them a chance to have a second entry into the franchise, mm-hmm. or more of a second entry for in the case of Lex and Tim. I know that for um, at least a lot of headcanon that before Jurassic World came out, it was kind of hoped by the fans that maybe Lex or Tim would come back as the new CEO of InGen, you know? Mm-hmm. So we don't know what InGen is doing right now. We know that it was sold Maserati and that Hammond's uh, legacy is kind of no longer in the picture, uh, especially now that the park is gone. But it would be interesting to see what those characters are up to right now because of those circumstances. Now we have dinosaurs and basically Hammond's legacy running wild in the wilds of North and South America. And it'd be interesting to see what their thoughts are on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, yeah, like that's where something in Jurassic World being perfect too. And in this world where there's been a park open for 10 years, what are, what are some of those original people thinking? What was, what was Malcolm thinking? <laughs> was he protesting or was he, did he just lock himself away somewhere and ignore it all? Cause they wouldn't listen to him, but mm-hmm. cause I suppose it was, uh, Tim and Lex's mother was Hammond's daughter. I don't know. We don't know how many other other siblings she had. So, although Ludlow comes in there somewhere too, nephew, someone's nephew would be your brother's son. 
<laughs> we don't know the Hammond tree enough. Interestingly, I just found a um, a interesting article from uh, Thursday that Entertainment Tonight posted that said that uh, Joe Mazzello and Ariane Richards are actually very open to reprising their roles. They want to they want to be in these uh, movies again. Mm. Well, that's a good sign because I remember uh, Ellie was saying a lot of that. When uh, oh Ellie um, Laura Dern was saying a lot of that when I when Fallen Kingdom was starting the film. Mm-hmm. I actually even visited the set in England, didn't she? Or was that Sam Neill? Someone visited think, it over there. I think that might have been Sam Neill visited the set. Yeah, so it would be good. It would be good if you get a few more a few more back than just the main three. Mm-hmm. Next on the news train, we heard some rumours or heard that possible filming is to commence uh, in Malta, in the Mediterranean. I'm going to put this in with a grain of salt, along with uh, Ireland as being a film set for uh, <laughs> Battle at Big Rock. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much is going to be filmed here. I, I suspect it's just going to be something for the Mosasaur because of the, the beautiful oceans and beaches there. It could be something simple like Grant and earlier sitting down having a drink or something and someone in black comes up and says we need to speak to you or something like that they're at a cafe in Malta and that's that's all it is so I remember some of the uh some of the outcry from fans maybe when uh we heard news that Jurassic World or Fallen Kingdom was going to be filming in the UK mm-hmm. and all of a sudden all the uh all the art and memes come up with Pteranodons attacking Big Ben and all this stuff and it, no they're just filming at Pinewood it's it's not set mm-hmm. it's not set there they're just filming there so mm-hmm. grain of salt but I'd love to see some of this uh, some of this area on film anyway it could be not even Malta period though you know I mean it could be just it's standing in for something else and Malta just happened to have the photograph photographic uh, genuineness that they're looking for you know mm, yep yep that's exactly right they're just after the setting and not the actual where where it should where it should be. Mhm. Because I think they're filming again at Pinewood Studios. Yes. Well, that'll take us straight into the next story as well. Um, Frank Marshall's confirmed that uh, Jurassic World Three is going to begin filming February next year. That's 2020 at Pinewood Studios. So mm-hmm. um, they're back there filming again. They filmed, uh, I know at least they filmed some or most or all of uh, Fallen Kingdom there. Mhm. They filmed. Um, I think it was the night. It was the night set to um, the opening scene of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and then, like, the rooftop chase and all those rooftop stuff and uh, various interior shots were done at Pinewood Studios. Like, the Lockwood Manor stuff was the uh, all Pinewood Studios. Hmm. And that's, again, that's where you got to take what you read or see with a grain of salt. I remember some of the set photos come out of... Uh what was to be ruined Main Street for those night shots at the start of the film, but we've seen those trapezoidal pyramid roofs on top of uh, some buildings there and jumped to the assumption that maybe it was some sort of resort or something for Nublar back in Jurassic Park, how much it sort of matched some of that uh, concept art for the um, for the guest lodge and that, <laughs> and how, how wrong we were there. But, yeah, that's a, a lot of that stuff. Again, as we said before, was filmed there, but it wasn't meant to be set there, so... Mm-hmm. 
so yeah, production's gearing gearing up real quick. Adding to the uh, to the Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, and Sam Neill uh, actor train with casting, we have uh, two new actors that are coming on with um, some casting news here. Oh, I don't even know how to say that name. Mum, Mum, I was <laughs> close enough. Yeah. Mamudo or Mamudo, Mamudo, Every I do apologise. Yeah, um, Mr. Athy. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's coming on um, at this stage. There's no real news on what the part's going to be. He's uh, been doing some stuff on Netflix and that. So again, they're sort of going with some of lesser known actors. Um, yeah, maybe because it's his cheaper. Film, but <laughs> his filmography is not long at all. I mean, it's like you can count them on both hands. Yeah, yeah. And what what and the that's roles? including Jurassic World three. Yeah, yeah. And what the role's going to be, we have no idea. There'll be a wait out for that, but we do have a, a female actress as well, uh, DeWanda Wise, who's uh, going to be in more of a leading role, it's described. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she has a much longer filmography uh, to look at, both TV and movies. Um, she was in Precious, though. It was an uncredited role, I guess. Mm. A couple short films and a couple other stuff, thing, uh it doesn't look like she's been in anything like lead lead uh, that was feature length, but I mean, I think she has more experience than Mr. Appy does. Yeah, yep. Sometimes I really hate the fandom when all this news ca- news of this stuff hit Facebook and some of the groups, and a lot of people were throwing this could be a Kelly recast. Um, yeah, Kelly Malcolm. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's just. Vanessa Lee Chester still does acting, and she still does, like, a lot of acting. So it's not – I would hope that if she was able to return, that they I mean, that they're, if they're, they were bringing the character of Kelly back, that she would be able to return, you know? Mm. I, I would hope that they wouldn't recast her. No, but we've, it's it's happened in other films before where, yes, the, uh, the child actor was working, but they've recast anyway. It, I – but um, – of course, there's the idiots that are throwing the, doing the race card and all that crap as well. But I think it's mm. just, it just shows that this is going to be more of a, a worldwide setting, I suppose you could call it. But like mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to be Costa Rica or an estate in California. Like this is going to be a lot more far-reaching. Um, yeah, it's going to be bigger scaled. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm still having arguments with people saying that. She's uh, Ellie's going to be called Sattler and not Degler in, in the new film, but um, I think if they do do, Colin said he didn't want to uh, include much from the uh, Lost World and Jurassic Park three, so I can see that as a a reason for him to recast Kelly as well. But the act, the actor, as you said, the actor's still working, so there's no need for it. But uh, that's some new casting news. We probably won't hear anything now until the new year. Uh, so November, December, <laughs> the uh, minutes might be a little bit quiet, but we'll see what happens with uh, the film as they go into filming in February. Mm-hmm. Over at Jurassic Outpost, they got a good little article here in an interview with uh, Christensen Zari, <laughs> who is a designer um, on some of the Jurassic World uh, dinosaur figures. And she works with Mattel, of course. And 
I haven't read much of uh, the interview itself, but there's some great photos here of some of the, uh, the construction and designing for uh, some of the figures that we got in that Dress World tie line, the, the Carnotaurus, um, the Baryonics, um, and even some figures that are about to come out, the Sasuke Suchus. <laughs> oh, I sound like an idiot when I get this shit wrong. Um, <laughs> the Spinosaur and a lot of others, so... A good little insight here on uh, some of the designing for the toys and, and how they got to the final products. Uh, some of these we have seen before, actually, though. Like, for example, the uh, Ceratosaurus and the Spinosaurus, and I think the Indoraptor toy has been seen before, but a lot of these have not been actually published before. Like, for example, the Brachiosaurus or the Blue Mask. Mm. Well, these, uh, these would be slides I'd have up at Toy Fair or something. When, is that where they've been seen before? Or? I think so. Some of them, I think, have actually been published on Twitter. In, oh, okay. In whole. But yeah, there'll be a link in the uh, in the run sheet so you can head over and have a read through the article and uh, and see some of the images for yourself. This new program's incredible. A few more years development and we won't even have to dig anymore. Where's the fun in that? All right, Dave. That's uh, that's the October news. Mm-hmm. As I said, we'll uh, we'll be back next month with something. Whether there's much news to talk about, or uh, we'll uh, we'll find something. We'll find something to discuss for uh, Jurassic Minutes November edition. But until then, Dave, thanks for joining me, and uh, we'll get out of here for the night. All right.